0: You're listening to Pim Talk, the product marketing podcast, brought to you by InRiver. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. What, what you wanna talk, talk about? Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. What, what
0: you wanna me. talk about? Give it to me, give it to me. I said, what, what you wanna, wanna talk about? Oh, I wanna hear what it. you wanna talk about? I wanna hear it now. What's Let's talk about him. him? Welcome to PIM Talk, the podcast for product marketers, merchandisers, and PIM professionals. And every second Tuesday, we come together to share knowledge, experiences, and challenges to be able to create even better product stories. Maybe you're wondering what PIM is. PIM is a software that is all about managing all product marketing information in one place to create a rich customer experience in all channels and shorten time to market. And if you're new to PIM, check out our first episode, What is PIM? I'm your host Thomas Weiberei. I'm the creative director at InRiver, and we want to do this podcast for you and with you. So please contact us and tell us what topics you would like us to cover, what guests you would like to have on the show, or maybe you want to contribute in any way. So you can email us at pimtalk@inriver.com or send a message on Twitter at pimtalkpodcast. Well, welcome to a new episode of PimTalk. In this episode, we're going to focus on user-generated content and. What opportunities that brings for you that works with PIM and product marketing? And we're going to first have a a more general discussion. I'm going to talk to my colleague Emil about this. And after that, we're going to talk to Hendrik Skinstad from Flipside that has created a company around this. But uh, let's start with talking to him. I'm joined here by Emil Eriksson, Director of Product Management here at InRiver. Hi, Emil. Hi, Thomas. I thought we just could talk a little bit about why user-generated content might be relevant to bring into your PIM and uh, the process that you do around product enrichment.
1: Absolutely. Happy to do so. And I think... I mean, in a a bigger picture, I think that user-generated content, of course, it depends on what kind of content we talk about, but I'll get to that. But I do feel that user-generated content is very relevant for a product marketer and within the context of PIM. It is, after all, product information.
0: Exactly. And as you mentioned, uh, there can be a lot of different types of content that are generated, um, in different places on the internet, uh, and maybe also in interfaces that that you yourself can make available for for your customers or sort of your um, heroes out there.
1: Exactly. And I, I think that when talking about user-generated content within the context of a PIM, I think it's most interesting to highlight, so on the one side, reviews and ratings as one kind of uh, user generated content. And then on the other hand, the more, uh, let's call it the visual user generated content. So user generated content coming from social media, whether that be a Facebook feed, Instagram, or maybe even Pinterest. But I think those two are the most interesting types of user generated content that can be used, uh, by product marketers
0: yeah and i know some of our customers is already doing s- some of this i know we have a, a a big fashion retailer that that has a lot of influencers that sort of uh, takes photos on the, of themselves wearing different uh, clothes and so on and styles and uh, i mean it, it's very expensive to to do all these photo shoots yourself so if sort of your Extended team of collaborators with your influencers can do a lot of those photography and you can reuse them in different channels. That's, that's a big opportunity.
1: Exactly. And I think on that note, it's also interesting that using images, as in the example you just mentioned, it's also about social proofing uh, your products. So show, showing your own products in a different context actually being used by, by your target audience. So that is very, very powerful.
0: Yeah. So it increases the sort of credibility of your products and the message that you send out. If also your customers are putting their experiences into words and it can probably also, you know, add a lot of everyday examples of how they use your products and so on. And I think we have previously also in another episode of Pimp Talk, we talked to visually that this sort of uh, gathering. Product videos uh, on YouTube and so where you actually can see someone using your products, and that's also, I think, a part of sort of this trend.
1: Absolutely, I, I agree, and I think when when talking about user-generated content, we're still not really there with the video yet. It, it still is a lot of social media feeds um, yeah. and reviews and ratings. I do think that we will see more more video.
0: So, what challenges do you see? I mean, let's say that you can get this information into your PIM. Uh, What challenges and and what sort of support system do you think is needed in order to sort of integrate this into your daily workflows? I
1: mean, if we take the, if we take reviews and ratings uh, as an example, and if we talk maybe retail and apparel, uh, a a retailer will typically, that collects reviews and ratings, will of course generate quite, quite a substantial amount of reviews and ratings. And then to bring that into your PIM, on top of all of the other information that you already have there, you know, it all comes down to resources and actually being able to to analyze it and act upon it. So I I would say that is one of the main challenges. What do we actually do with the information? Right. Um, Because I I think that looking at reviews and ratings, it is a way to really, truly collect and understand large volumes of of customer feedback. But it's being able to analyze that
0: exactly and that combined with i mean machine learning and algorithm that that actually can can also help you understand your product assortment better and how it sort of interacts with your customer can also be beneficial not only the sort of qualitative descriptions but but just doing analysis about how your products are perceived in the market
1: absolutely and i think the more the more advanced artificial intelligence and machine learning capabilities we see moving forward you'll be able to use this whilst analyzing user generated content and providing basically the product marketer with with actionable actionable insights so what should they do based on all of the information they are they are collecting
0: great but well, thank you Emil uh, in the next um, the next guest here we're going to talk to Henrik that has created a company that helps um, helps you to collect information from your heroes, from the ones that uh, are interested in your products and can contribute with their knowledge and their expertise. So thank you, Emil.
1: Thanks for having me, Thomas.
2: PIM stands for Product Information Management and InRiver stands for PIM. Want to learn more about how your organization can benefit from PIM software? We've put together a free white paper where you can learn what you need to know about how your e-commerce platform can benefit from PIM. Go to www.pimtalk.com to download a free guide to help you better understand how PIM can work for you. That's www.pimtalk.com.
0: Today we are very happy to have Hendrik Skinstad from Flipside Systems here as a guest at PIM Talk. So welcome, Hendrik. Thank you. And uh, we're going to talk about user-generated content and in what way that can can benefit you uh, if you are working with e-commerce or in other situations when you want to, you know, present your product stories and uh, market your products and how this relates to PIM. Mm-hmm. But before we go and dive into that topic maybe Hendrik you could tell us a little bit about your background.
2: Yeah so um I have a background from e-commerce business to business and uh, various scenarios and uh, also business to consumer. I've been working with e-invoicing and uh, quite a lot of niche technologies actually. Um but then in 2014 I read a a report from the world bank and it said that the the crowd phenomenon would generate 3.2 trillion dollars to the industry between 2015 and 2020 so i thought like "Mm -hmm, this is interesting i i gotta dive into this and that spurred my interest in in crowdsourcing actually
0: okay interesting Yeah, and I remember you introduced this, you worked for quite many years uh, at Sigma, one of our uh, partners. And, uh, and I know that you tap into the knowledge that the customer has uh, about your product. So maybe you could uh, talk a little bit about that in what way uh, crowdsourcing could be beneficial for product information.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you have your audience. Uh, in e-commerce and they know your products they they have an engagement so let's say that you sell fishing gear or motorcycle equipment or horse riding equipment anything really you have your niche target market these people have a passion for what you are selling so they know your your stuff they know the lingo that is used by that community and they They have the opportunity to snap photos when using your products. And so so they have a passion and an an engagement that, as you say, you can tap into. Uh, So by using FlipSides solution, um, you can actually engage your customers and have them improve your product data and have them improve them your product data in such a way that other other customers will find it more relevant and and more appealing or easier to make a purchase purchasing decision
0: so i mean a lot of people they generate content in different channels today in social media they might um, you know also write comments and reviews and so on but uh, this is often out of your control, perhaps. So so in what way could you as a company, sort of take part of that and engage with the crowd, would you say?
2: Yeah, Thomas, you're spot on. Your customers uh, are already already producing user generated content. So what you're doing with Flipside is you're tapping into something that your customers are already doing. And and uh, the, the difference between um random content on the internet that may or may not be relevant to your products and your business is that with Flipsa you use your audience, your products, and, and in fact you can benefit from the increased engagement of your of your customers. I'll give them a scene, give have them engage in your brand, be part of your brand.
0: But uh what is the upside for the persons that that are contributing with the information i mean how do you find them what benefits can they get from from sort of sharing their knowledge and writing texts and and uploading photos so how do you actually get them engaged
2: yeah from talking to quite a lot of vending organizations we early on we realized that all vendors have different uh, views upon this they they want to encourage people uh, or they want to encourage their customers we call them heroes so people with abilities uh, we call them heroes so they want to uh, encourage their heroes in 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 various ways um from, from a crowdsourcing perspective, if you look at best practices, then you, you talk about extrinsic and intrinsic motivators. So an intrinsic motivator is, is it should be fun. It should be rewarding, have a good feeling when you, or, or it's a learning process when you, when you're contrib- contributing. The extrinsic factors are like, Free, free delivery or free shipment or, or you get the voucher for something. Both of them are important if you look at best practices because the extrinsic, the, the vouchers and so on, they are important to get a lot of people uh, signing up to help you. If, if you have uh, the intrinsic factors, then you drive quality. So you drive the quality of the, of the of the contributions. So what Flipside does is, we we allow both extrinsic and intrinsic uh, motivation, and then we measure frequency and quality of the heroes.
0: Yeah, and I guess also as a brand, this is a, um, a possibility for you to to build strong relations with the ones that that are your heroes and that also maybe might be role models and uh, have sort of um, are influencers within the tribe that loves your products.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: You're, we also have the situation when it comes to content creation, I mean, there is different things going on when it comes to new technology. And and one way is, I mean, the, the natural language uh, development where We're sort of, you can have an AI that can automatically write descriptions for you. And I guess a lot of companies is looking at that as well. So what would you say, how does that relate to uh, crowdsourcing uh, product
2: uh, descriptions, for instance? Yes, absolutely. So we embrace, flip side embrace uh, AI and machine learning. In, In fact, machine learning is something that is pushing uh, crowdsourcing really hard because uh, it's a very effective way to 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 teach your algorithms using crowdsourcing so the vast amount of data you need to train your AI uh, can be collected via flip side so and and then then when you have your AI in place when you have a a, a super smooth process where you're creating let's say product descriptions in various languages then you can use flipside to identify de- deviations really effectively so instead of ha- having your own staff reviewing everything when they hardly ever find anything wrong you can use your audience to do that for you
0: i mean it's one thing of, of i mean sourcing all of this information you you get your descriptions and so on but then you need to curate it in some way yourself, and you need to sort of decide what information you want to use um, as a way of, of describing your products in various places. So what do you say about the curation process? And and how does this relate to the work that you are doing in your PIM system?
2: Yeah. So the curation process is It's always there as soon as you're talking about uh, user-generated content. What you get with Flipside is that you have user-generated content that is made by your audience and with your products and in a controlled environment. So there's no one being encouraged to publish something on on social media or or just um, throwing things out on the internet. So everything comes... To Flipside via Flipside's contribution queue, where you can rate uh, rate contributions, you can export them for to have them exported into into in River. You can uh, reward um, the heroes and and so on. So you you can even curate uh, actual contributions directly in in Flipside. If you want to, you can.
0: Either you do it there, or you sort of input that in, into your PIM and you, you can do some post processing later on.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So let's say someone sends you uh, um, an updated product description. Um, they, someone tells you that okay, this is this product description was not very good. So here, here's I've updated it with some more information, and. Uh, then you look at that product description and you say, "Okay, this is basically it's it's perfect. There's just one word. I, we would not use this word. We would put it in another way." So then you can edit that in Flipside and use the whole the whole contribution, the whole new text. You can export it directly into River and uh, you can use it. the The hero will still be rewarded for having given you this contribution you can still give him extra credits and so on for reward purposes you
0: mentioned when when we talked a little bit about uh, before here that uh, in sweden now we have amazon that is um, entering the market and and in what way does that affect how company might how they should think about this as an opportunity do you think
2: yeah we r- realized that Quite a lot of vendors are a little bit nervous about Amazon. So th- when Amazon enters the market, they, they, they get a bit, little bit nervous and they want to position, position themselves in another way. They want to do something that is, it, it's something extra, something else. And uh, by using Flipside, they could give their customers a reason to go to their current web shop and not to an Amazon web shop. Uh, because in their in their current web shop or in their own web shop they they can engage and, and they can d- do more and have have better content.
0: So you, basically your advice is for companies to look into user generated content as a way of, of sort of extending and create richer product information on their own sites. Um, because I, I know Amazon has been, uh, since the beginning, I think, you know, focusing a lot on the reviews and recommendations where sort of they have let uh, the customers um, give their stories and, and give their Information about the product, so Amazon themselves has not put that much work into the maybe the product descriptions at 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 least not from the beginning. So absolutely, in a way, they were pioneers with this.
2: Um, Absolutely, but um, yeah. So so what what a brand or a vendor, what a vendor could do is they could engage with their audience on their website. Uh, to, to give a, a more inclusive or more inclusive uh, experience on the website where you could actually engage and, and generate content or, or be a part of the brand. Uh, um, but, uh, of course, you can use that content on a platform like Amazon. But for, for those, uh, as, as you are earlier, you mentioned the, ambassadors Uh, so for people who want to engage micro ambassadors or hyper relevant micro ambassadors what we call heroes uh, allow them to engage on the website and then then you have a way to sort of drive traffic to your website uh, and be more relevant to them
0: right so so to sum it up a little bit today people are generating content about your products more than ever when it comes to text, uh, when it comes to images, and so on. And there is an opportunity if you want to harvest that information and use it, and if you also have a PIM, it makes it easier for you to use it in in multiple channels. Absolutely. And also with a solution like yours, there is different sort of uh, functionalities uh, and tools that helps you manage this in a good way, including also sort of rewarding your heroes in different ways and and sort of strengthen the relationship between you and um, those uh, that loves your products, basically. Exactly. But interesting, Henrik. Thank you for your insights around this, and it's going to be interesting to see the development going forward.
2: Yeah, thank you very much.
0: We are closing in on the event of the year. Pinpoint Digital, don't miss it. If you haven't signed up, head to the River website and uh, read about the event and also sign up like more than 1100 people already have done. So we're doing this for a full week now from October 5th to October 9th. Uh, We're gonna have a studio setting, it looks great. And also we have a full agenda of keynotes and workshops and so on. Uh, You will meet our CEO, Thomas Sansinger. If you haven't met him before. Uh, also, our partners around the world, uh, keynotes. You can listen to our co-founder and CPO, Johan Bostrom, talking about the customer experience uh, of the future. And the theme is uh, building a frictionless path to purchase. And I hope that you find that interesting, how you can create great customer experience and accelerate your digital transformation. So don't wait, check out the website, uh, go and sign up, and I hope to see you in one of the virtual workshops during the week of Pinpoint Digital. Thank you for listening. For feedback, tips, and questions, you can email us at pimtalkatningriver.com or message us at Pimtalkpodcast at Twitter. Please, if you like the show, go into iTunes and give us a good review. And if you would like to see some behind-the-scenes material, bloopers and live streams, you can follow PimTalk Talk on Instagram. See you again in two weeks.
2: Bye.